Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled Ahoy. It's your favourite fact podcast. We are back once again. We bring you nine facts every week. It's your decision just to, you know, figure out if they're great or, or guff, I guess. We've sorted through the internet. You listen, see what you think. My name's Dan. I have three this week. We'll talk about ways to make locals trade, also ways to cross the road, and ways to stop an astronaut. Mark is also here. This week, creating rain, concentrating really hard. And if you vote for it, you do it. And Connor makes up the trio. What do you got? We're going to talk about your saliva, a Spider-Man scene which has blown my mind, and the Olympics. Stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You know what? I'm seeing growth from Connor. He just read the intro off his screen. Yeah, I did on the last episode too. Why is that, Connor? Well, you know, I take criticism on. Is that what it is? Is it relentless? Is it like two years worth of comments? Yeah, relentless criticism. Go in, think of what you say before we go, I'm doing yeah. this, that, this. I think that's fine. Yeah. You know, take it on board, pocket it, try better next time. Would that's, you have preferred... Growth. I like it. Would you have preferred the critique to have been delivered in a different way? Yeah, probably not on the podcast from you two just barking at me, but it's all fine. But I find that if we hadn't have done that, you wouldn't have changed. No, yeah, but I think there's things that you two need to change, but I want to bark in the new year. We're coming up to the end of the year. I want to leave you be. Yeah, you're right. You never tell us about our downfalls ever. You wait till January. Never mentions any pitfalls for us, does he? I mean, boy, never has a go. Yeah, I I, I just think that sometimes, you know, criticisms don't need to be clothed. No. So, yeah, we will chuck nine things at you. Just decide whether they're worth remembering or not. Pass them to your mates, chuck them in the bin. The choice is yours. Connor starts us off. I'm actually going to start with one of my favourite facts. I'm going to talk about a Spider-Man scene, just an innocent seeming Spider-Man scene that took 156 takes to get right. So 2002. Hang on, let me see if I can work it out. The one where he kicks it. Is it the one where he catches stuff on the tray? Yes. Tobey Maguire? Yeah. That was top of my head. Was it really? Yeah, I didn't know. I'm just, just thinking of like the hardest scenes in that movie. Right, yeah. So that actual that, that's really good that you got that. So that's 2002 Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. He's seen coming to the help of his love interest, Mary Jane, after she slips inside their school cafeteria. Her lunch goes flying in the air in that scene. But Spider-Man manages to swoop in, stop her fall. Also catches all of the lunch items using a tray. That is not CGI. That oh. tray is actually stuck to his hand. The tray stuck to his hand. He had to catch those items at the same time as catching her on camera. You feel like the money they spent and what time they wasted doing 156 takes. What's the point? And the stuff that they CGI in that film. You know, Spider-Man swoops across New York City, leaps from car to building. Just save yourself some time and just do it on the old They computer. all took 200 takes because someone was driving the wrong way down the street. <laughs> it's just mm. awful. 
It's just preposterous. It's also really bloody hard. I, I would be sick of it. I look, you've got the acting to pass, you know. Inside oh. the actor's studio, please ask me questions. After you have a lot of takes, uh, I feel you lose the ability of doing the part well. Dan never had the ability. I th- yeah, I think you're right. I think it's when you keep trying something. Try, 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 try. I, know, like, I was watching I'm a Celeb the other week. Yeah. And the bloke was really struggling to do something. And the more he tried and wanted to do it, the more he couldn't do it. Matt Hancock. And I, I would say it's something like that. Um, yeah, no. So when you were in the Great Hall for Harry Potter and... I think you had to wear a robe, didn't you? Did you eat something in that as well? It's a fantastic question, Connor. Yeah, we, we had, to, had to eat like old profiteroles for some of the scenes. But the problem with that is, uh, you know, I was so long, young and chatting to your mates. I didn't know when they were doing what takes they were doing. You would just kind of potter around pretending to be a school kid. Right. Pun intended? Yep. Pottering like that. Always. Yeah. This is a great fact. I think it's good. And it also you can self-crown it. I, it also segues into an opinion that I have that that film is massively is, there's there's a massive disservice to it now because obviously the Tom Holland ones are so good that's a it's a banging film and everyone kind of disregards it. He was I think look Tom Holland is a very good Spider Man especially for like the modern day but Tobey Maguire good very good Spider Man I enjoyed him a lot I grew up with him so I think he's always my Spider Man. I don't think I've seen the Garfield ones. Mm, they're 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 okay. The cat. God. Are we on one of those weeks? We're on one of those weeks. Great. Okay. It's, it's two iffy puns you've made. Thank you. But we will plot along regardless. You made the first one. I just pointed it out. That one, that one gave me heartburn. Don't worry, dear listeners. Gallop, Don't worry, dear listener. We, we will wade through the swamp of these gags and we'll get Well, I tried to out. make loads of Beatle references in the last episode and no one bought them I, did, I didn't hear them, actually. Well, it's because I was trying to be too subtle with them because you tell me that they're too cheesy otherwise. What did you do? So now I'm just going straight in with all of them. What did you do? Do you remember? So this was last week when we did the fact that a quarter of all the animals in the world are beetles. Did you say they had a ticket to ride? No, they had a hard day's night. I kept just trying to refer to like when Connor was like, "I saw a beetle in Spain." I was like, "Oh, which one?" And he was like, "I don't know. I don't know if I beetle." Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah. So you know, straight straight over his head, of course. Where are we? Let me. Connor's confused because the beetles are a band as well as a species. Let me just. That's, that's the joke. Look, we're, we're 10 minutes in and I'm, I'm having to sift through this already. Imagine what it must be like for you, dear listener. Toby Maguire had to catch things many, many times. How many takes? 100 and, 156. Mental. You make my brain hurt. Mark, you've, you give it a take and now you can give your fact. Something like that. Okay, let me tell you about Operation Popeye. This is where the US attempted to weaponize the weather... During the Vietnam War. That'd be good. That's typical American, isn't it? Hey, guys. What about this sky up here? What can we do about this sky? How this they... cloud. This cloud. Can we do something about this cloud? It. Weapon. Weapon. So they try to extend the monsoon season to disrupt Vietnam's logistics using a technique called cloud seeding. I am immensely interested in this. Tell me more. Uh, so cloud seeding is a type of weather modification that aims to change the amount of rain that falls from clouds uh, by dispersing substances into the air that basically either create more clouds or make the clouds rain more than they normally would. How do they create more clouds? So they uh, use various substances to uh, either kind of take more water vapor in or to kind of put them in the cloud and then the clouds kind of start precipitating down once they've kind of gone through them. So planes up in the sky dropping substances in the air, and then that forms clouds or breaks clouds into wow. heavy precipitation. Did it work? 
I mean, scientists still say this really ain't proof that you can do this. Uh, America will always obviously tell you. We've done it. Success. Um, so their main aims of this were to soften the road surfaces, cause landslides, wash out river crossings, and maintain saturated soil conditions. Uh, so basically that Vietnam couldn't progress as much because they didn't have as much uh, advanced machinery as the Americans did. Mixed feelings. Obviously it's mean. And obviously I would never like to be involved in war. I, I feel that I'm, I'm quite, I'm, you know, I, I, if anything, I care too much. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't like to directly cause harm to someone. However, in game situations, yeah. I'd quite like to come up with something like this. To think of all the different things that you can do at that time to cause damn, like it, as it, if there's no impact at all. Imagine sat there around a table and you're thinking of all the things that you can do to, to cause damage or to impact the uh, enemy. And you go, you know what? This would have been a really simple GTA cheat code situation, this. I'm fairly certain it was. Square X, circle X, L1, up, down, left, right, square X, circle, and it starts raining. If you were in war, though, you would just go R1, R2, L1, R2, left, down, right, up, left, down, right, up, and then you get the guns. Exactly. And then you'd win. Or you can do that yeah. again, but change the R1, L1, and the up, down to the left, right, and then you get no C, so therefore the boats don't work. So this was sponsored by the Secretary of State and the C CIA. Disappears. C disappears. But I don't the remember Secretary that. of Defense never actually knew about it. It was a CIA mission. Also, if you were in war, you would do it, I think it was R2, R1, L1, R2, left, down, right, up, left, right, left, right. And you'd want star, your, your, your want level would disappear. Yeah. So you'd have no police, no enemy after you. Yeah. That's yeah. what you would want to do in war. Or, or the Bugatti would arrive. <sighs> Thank you, Mark. Uh, oh, do, do you know what? No, he cannot huff and puff after Garfield. <laughs> right. First fact of the show for me. I want to tell you about Christopher Columbus, who was an Italian explorer in the year 1504. Hello. And he is around them. He completed many voyages across the Atlantic Ocean. He was the first person from Europe who really made contact with the Caribbean, Central and Southern America. In 1504, Columbus was stranded in Jamaica, low on supplies. The local inhabitants refused to trade with him. So he predicted a lunar eclipse. Okay. He had an almanac. So he had a book that, that told him when these things would happen. Mm -hmm. People were looking at the stars. They had astronomers who were looking at the stars. They could tell science was advanced at this point to tell things. So he says, ah, Jamaican people, if you don't trade with me, I will make the moon disappear. Look at my magical powers. And what happened on the night of February the 29th, 1504? The lunar eclipse happened. And out of fear, the locals resumed trading with him. Nice. Terrified of what he was doing. Yeah. Scary. You're Clever. Think, you're thinking he's a powerful man. He's a power. Is anyone? Actually, no, I'm not going to ask that question. We will move on. It's interesting. Like, again, like the last fact, it's amazing how people can be quite devious, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm there for that. I'm a big fan. Devious and freaky at the same time. Imagine being. Yeah, I always think it's interesting. We're living in a, a time now where with the internet, there's, there's so many advantages that we have. But imagine living back then. And you could just, like, sail and find countries that no one really has found before and say, this is mine. Better time. You reckon? Yeah, because you can't Google your symptoms when you're ill. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Of all the things that you could have had. That's why know. life's better without the internet. <laughs> there is. That right there. It's all there. So, of all the things that would have made life quite <laughs> back then. Gotta be honest with you, right? Yesterday, at the time we were recording this, we had, it was trending on Twitter at number one, World War Three. My, I mean, I've never felt so <laughs> in all my life. Awful. That's the internet. Whereas if you didn't know that. Well, it's just, it, just it causes panic. And just think about how many more symptoms you'd have had to Google back in the day. Exactly. Uh, 
Panic, fear, I don't like it, but I use it a lot. I actually think, yeah, if WebMD or whatever it is was alive back then, Dr. Google, you'd mm. be... Well, exactly. Yeah. Everything always leads to death, apparently. That's why I'm sick of Google. Well, it does. It might do if you don't hear it. No, but I'll be like, oh, I've got to cut on my toe, and it's like some form... I don't want to get into it. My health anxiety will come in. Well, in fairness, it could lead to death. Brilliant. Christopher Columbus. Right. <laughs> Stranded in Jamaica, predicted a lunar eclipse to make the locals trade with him. Connor, give us your second fact of the show, if you're well enough. A really simple fact, this, but a good one. China did not win an Olympic medal until 1984. Took them a long while. 1984, first medal in the bank. The 2008 Beijing Games, they won 100 medals. Just goes to show. And taking them long to get really good. (laughs) Yep. Good. What's the fact? Well, the fact is, is that in 1984, which was... It took them ages to win an Olympic medal. Then 100 medals at the Beijing Games was ridiculous. It was one of the most amount that has been won so, at an Olympic. So, so in 16 years, yeah, they won some medals. But how long has no, the Olympics been around? No, no, no. More than 16 years. 1984 to... Oh, sorry, of course. 24 years. Yeah. Yeah. Why... Okay. I'll indulge this. Why did they suddenly become good? Because they just trained really hard. Great. Would they become good? But what's the fact? The fact they, is, they, at one point they did this, and then at another point they did that. There's no link between them. No, it to took them a really, wow. really, really long time to <laughs> yeah. win the first medal yeah. ever that they at the Olympic Games. Yeah. Then, not even 24 years later, they have done 100 medals, which is just insane. It's so many medals. Do you know? It, it's it's more than one. Yeah. Do you know? And I can guess the answer to this. Do you know the progression of medals in the Olympics between? What is in what they got every year? As an average, uh, roughly, uh, absolutely, definitely, did not know the answer. You'd have only have to look. You'd have only had to look at six, six yeah. yeah, six fours, yeah. So what? what they went up no, by every you'd year. You actually had to look at probably four. Yeah, probably. I think that's a good fact. I enjoyed that. I think it's good to see that they've done really well in that <laughs> short amount of time. Well done to that pleasant, benevolent, heartwarming country, hey, China. The Olympics supposedly started in 776 BC, and it took them to 1984 to win a medal. Bloody hell. Okay, so. That's a long time. Okay, so, can, can I just, so. China at the Summer Olympics did not participate in 1896, in 1900, 1904, 1908, 1984 He's like, he's like, we need to make inroads in the West. You know what we can do? Let's get, let's, let's, please, team, publicity team for China. Uh, can you, you know, sort out how, how do we infiltrate the West? What do we do? It is a Podca- fact. Look up a podcast. It is a fact. Did you know they didn't win a Winter Olympic medals in 1992? I mean, sure, they didn't participate in loads of them until yeah, that point. It's a fact. But right? they won three in 1992. It may be nonsense. Three more than ever before. It may be nonsense. Well, it is nonsense. But that's the whole idea. But it is a fact. Obviously, 
Richard Osman, I've reapproved it wrong. So our, the, ta- the strap line to our podcast is amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Every now and then, do you feel like you need to redress that balance? Absolutely. Digging into history, get a bit of this in your life. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Well, this is something Connor will know nothing about. Uh, but you stick your tongue out or bite it when you're trying to concentrate because otherwise mm. it takes up a lot of brain power to no. just have it there. No, no, no. What? No. I'm you sorry, know... but off the back of that. <coughs> no, this is really interesting. Really? And I'll tell you why it's quite personal. There was a kid at school who whenever he would like boot a ball, like kick a ball or do anything, whether it was mentally taxing at all, he would do the whole, he would stick his tongue in the corner of his mouth and bite on it like this. But how do people learn to do that? And how does it take up brain power? It just sat there. See, so it doesn't just sit. That's the point. So much of your brain is actually devoted to your tongue. Because it's obviously quite a big... It is on Friday night, isn't it? It's a huge muscle, constantly moving. Uh, That has to keep out of the way of your teeth. It helps you swallow and it avoids choking you. Um, And it's obviously covered with loads of touch receptors and taste receptors as well. Therefore, the tongue and the brain, there's a huge amount of information that travels between it. So... To stem this, to stem this data between your brain, you bite your tongue to stop it moving. You don't have to worry about it so much. Your brain can concentrate on other right, things. Right. So here's on. Before you, if, if before you said this fact, you was to predict either of us to make this weird and dirty. Who would you have guessed? Probably Dan. Well, oh, well, you guessed it, right. yeah, it's an obvious mainly gag, because you'd have turned off ages ago. It's an obvious gag, really, isn't it? And I apologise for it, actually. That was that was beneath all of us. Um, explain some. Explain something that a lot of people do. Loads of people do that. So this is this yep. is this is what I'm. This is what I need to know. Does your brain know that's going to happen? Like, does your brain autom- Because I don't do that. Does your brain automatic? Which might argue that my brain and my tongue aren't that connected at all, which would explain a lot of the podcast hmm. and all your years of being single. Do your. Does your brain know this happens, or one day do you just do it, and then? your brain learns, oh, that's actually a good thing to do. Or are some people predisposed? Are their genes more likely to make them do this? Because some people do all the time. Other people don't do it. Yeah, so it's kind of... It, it's not a thing that these people go, oh, I'm going to concentrate now. Let me bite my tongue. Exactly. It's not a conscious thing. Um, it is a subconscious thing that basically sticking your tongue out or biting down on it cuts down that insulation, like f- giving you more brain power. Maybe, Dan, you just have so much brain power yeah. anyway you don't need to. Isn't it like a focus thing? Or well, you're not challenging yourself enough. Isn't it like a focus thing? Like, obviously, because you're taking your mind a little, a little bit to that thing that you're doing with your mouth and tongue or whatever. So therefore, whatever you're working on, you are maybe doing better because you're not hyper-focused on it because you're also doing something else at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like, with you, you always... I'm pointing no. at Mark, by the way. You always play with something, don't you? Whenever you're concentrating, yeah. you're always fiddling with something. That, yeah. that is in turn the same thing. It's like a concentration technique when you're working hard or reading something so that you're not like... I don't, uh, is... Well, that's interesting. That's the reverse, isn't it? If, if, if the science says that you're biting your tongue to actually devote more brain power to something, why do people fiddle when that uses brain power? But then, yeah, but like it almost... I don't know if it generates a, an energy or... I don't know, like, to get yeah, you that, focused. that does also increase... It's the same, apparently, as um, chewing gum, which is one that's very commonly known, that if you chew gum, then that helps with your attention, helps with your focus, helps with your concentration. I would say many people might argue there aren't a lot of ways to make this podcast worse. But if when I focused, I chose to stick my tongue in my mouth, like, this, I think that would be quite high. I think it would be bad. So I'm just really, really happy that we had a pretty depthy fact follow on from my China one. Just lifted it back hey, up to where hey. it should be. Aren't China great? Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Aren't China great? Because I'm going to be honest with you, that China fact, listening back, it's 
But what you done there was lifted it back up to the expectation that people need it. So you're welcome. Right, time for my second fact, and I love this one. Uh, NASA was so worried that Apollo 10 might try and land on the moon. They had planned that Apollo 11 would do that. Yeah. They had all planned that Apollo 11 was going to be the first one to actually touch down on the moon. Apollo 10 was a dress rehearsal. They were so worried that the astronauts would go rogue and actually land on the moon. They didn't give them enough fuel to get away if they did. So where were they uh, it, before they sent it on its mission? Where was it meant to get to? It was meant to uh, pretty much, hang on, it was meant to uh, to, to all but land on the moon, to all but descend. Right. It was meant to get to the moon to kind of figure out the route down. It was meant to do all of that. But not land. Uh, yeah. The, the crew flew to within eight miles, uh, nine miles of the lunar surface. And the peop- uh, NASA, a mission control, were so worried that they would Apollo 10 would take the shine off Apollo 11, this big one that they planned to land on the moon. They didn't mm. give it enough fuel to take off in case they did. So uh-huh. the argument is, I guess what they were thinking is, look, if you want to go rogue and ruin our massive space moment, fine, but you'll die for doing it. Wow. You'll, you'll be left in space forever. You can do this, but you'll, you'll die in space. It doesn't really give you an option. There's only one option. Come back. Uh, Apollo 10 orbited the moon 31 times. What's interesting is that Apollo 10 was in space in May of 1969. Apollo 11 landed in space July 1969. So they were cracking them out. I really need to spend more time learning about space because it does interest me. I just don't know much about it. Like, is the moon as big as the Earth? No. Right, you see, I don't know that. There are 30 Earths, I think 30 Earths between Earth and the moon, as in the space. Right. It's quite far away. Is the Earth as big <laughs> as the moon? Hey. No, is the moon as big as the Earth? Yeah, you're right. Sorry, that, that makes that question so yeah. much less stupid. Well done, China. Yeah. Well done, China. You I, did bloody well at the Olympics, didn't they? 1984, they won their first one after not competing for 40 <laughs> years. Yeah. Great. They didn't even win the first one. They just got a few <laughs> medals. No. And then 24 years later, they've done a right. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the beauty of it is like the abstract time. It's just 24 years, fine, whatever. Possibly the facts that we've had on the whole <laughs> podcast ever but hey well i'll, I'll pocket that <laughs> so yeah to make sure that the astronauts on apollo 10 the dress rehearsal for the moon landing to make sure they wouldn't uh, ruin the big performance of apollo 11 they didn't give them enough fuel to get away just in case they decided the ultimate podcast for married at first sight fans is here this is recapped at first sight the new podcast keeping you up to date on all the love fallouts drama and secrets is the married at first sight uk bride and grooms try to make happy couples and we're your happy couple right here in a professional sense of course join me cat shube and me former maths uk groom bob voisey every morning after you've watched the latest episode on tv plus we'll have some special guests along the way enjoying our very own wedding breakfast you bit the caterers right uh, about that. Recapped at first sight. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You can always get in touch, by the way. It's info at baffledpod.com. We've got loads going on at baffledpod.com as well. If you fancy some merch, Christmas soon. Mark, yeah. just give us a... A nice, concise array of the merch that you can get. Oh, it's mugs. Good socks. size mug. Good size mug, that mug. It's, it's, a good, it's a good mug. And we said we said months ago, will it survive the dishwasher? It does. Yeah, it is really does. I tell you what. Have you if, got a mug? Yeah, I got a mug. If what? You're, if you're going to buy, buy anything. Give it a pair of socks, mate. If you're going to buy anything on the baffled on baffledpod.com for christmas if you know someone who's a massive ba- baffled fan someone in the ibs maybe buy yourself a little self treat treat yourself Hold on what who got who got he's got a mug the office get, has got more mugs you've got a mug and i've got a mug. pair of socks that don't even fit get t-shirts and get a tote bag if you want baffledpod.com get all your merch perfect for christmas there last fact of the show we go to connor during your lifetime you will produce enough saliva to fill two swimming pools you know who does well in swimming pools? China. Greater swimming at the, at the Olympics. Imagine how gloopy that would be to swim through. 25,000 measuring this? quarts. How are they measuring this? What, how much? Well, it's probably just a human scientist body person that does that. Yeah, but the, they would One have... One of those had, famous human scientist body people. They would have had to figure out at some point how much you... They probably average how much you make in a day. Yeah, but how do they know that? I have no idea, mate. If I've, someone came up to Dan, you... Dan, Dan. It's a human scientist body person. <laughs> if someone came up to you, a human scientist body person, came up to you, Connor, and said, can you please sit there with your mouth open all day so I can see how much you're salivating? What are you saying? That's probably what they do. But what are you saying? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if they pay me a load of money... But they're not doing. Well, they, well I reckon they probably the are. human scientist body people don't have that much money. Wait, look, listen. When we have had... I reckon we should get a T-shirt on the site that says, <laughs> I'm a human body scientist When we have person. had scientists spend actual actual money and time researching things with pigeons and all this <laughs> we've had before, I think that this one seems believable. Oh, no, I believe it. I'm just, I'm just like, why are they... Why, why? Good to know. Two swimming pools of your spit. Yeah. Mm. Imagine swimming in that. Not getting wide records in that. No. No butterflies. Must think. It's lodgy as well. Also, when you accidentally get a bit in your mouth. I spit quite a lot in swimming pools. What? Really? Is this how they found it out? It's how long you You spit in swimming pools? Well, just because because when you're doing it, you get water everywhere, so you need to go... He doesn't always go swimming. He just walks in, spits, leaves. I don't, don't, like, take a deep... I just, like... You know, you spray. I think that's a common thing. I don't think that's unknown. And that's what all the chemicals are doing. What? You pee in swimming pools, don't you? No. <laughs> no, not anymore. Never. In the sea. Not since they made me wear those shorts that change colour if I pee in them. In the sea. All the time. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. In 1916, there was a proposed amendment to the US Constitution, which would put all acts of war to a national vote. But there was a catch. If you voted yes, 
you had to go and volunteer in the US Army. I ain't doing that. Why, be, why, why was it's it, a lot of saying, hey, if you want it, you go do it. Yeah. I'd be so bad. That's quite good, though. It's quite a good idea. Why, it's, a good, it's a good way of doing it. Why was it not followed through with? Uh, because it didn't, didn't get the support. It's a good idea. I'd be really bad in the army. Yeah, he would be. Proper bad. That I just, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. What do you think you'd I be... I mean, you don't work, so that's one issue. What, would, would, what would you be best at in, if you were in the army? Sort of like keeping an eye. Yeah. With the periscope things on the old submarine. Yeah. Still very... <laughs> crisis time. Crisis and iceberg. We're gone. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to be one of those people that you no, see... You'd, in the... hit, you'd hit the iceberg and they'd go, Colin, what was that? Be like, oh, there was an iceberg coming, yeah. mate. Did you not see it? <laughs> I'd like to... I'm on TikTok. I'd like to be one of those people that you see, you know, pushing things around a map. You know, oh, in, yeah. in the ballroom, nice cup of tea, pushing things around a map. Not really knowing why you're doing that. Yeah, pushing them. Yeah. yeah. Just pushing them. That'd be me. My, my mate's dad used to be head of logistics for Tate and Lyle. Okay. And, and I genuinely believe that's what he did. He just had a massive map and then just pushed lorries around. Pushed sugar around. What's Mark's yeah. role? Kamikaze pilot. <laughs> I'll take it. Don't know if you've got the stones for it. No, you would be a very efficient... Don't need stones, need a plane, mate. You would be a, be a very, like, yeah, like, uh, officious officer. I would look after all the army gear in the stockroom. You'd, you'd, you'd be the snitch. Make sure it's signed out you'd properly. You'd be the snitch. The snitch? Yeah, you'd be like the guy in jail that carry, that holds onto the pocket. You know that guy? <laughs> Why am I in jail all of a sudden? I'm in war. You know, you know you've got the big dudes who are in like dungarees, massive beard, and they'll just kill that's someone for looking at them. Yeah, you me. would be the guy that's that holds me. onto their pocket. Mm. No, I'm, I'm the guy true, who has it? someone holding my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Look at me wrong, I'll kill you. Depends what, kill you. Depends what jail you're going to. Right, last fact of the show. Dolly the sheep was named after what and who? Dolly Parton. Yeah. Why was she named after Dolly Parton? No idea. Because the DNA that they took from Dolly came from its boob. So they went, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's known for oh, I thought it was because they only cloned her nine to five. Dolly Parton. That, yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to stop talking now. Dolly way. Parton is obviously you known. You two don't appreciate comedy. They're wetting themselves out there. Dolly Parton's obviously known for her boob. Uh, boobs, uh, she's got two of them. Yeah, just one, just one singular. And they took, other one, not much to write home about. That one single boob. And they took the DNA from her mammary gland to clone the sheep. She was the first mammal to be cloned from an adult cell. When did they take it from her mammary gland? When? Why? Just because that is what they did. They came to work one day and they thought, I'm going to take it from there. Dolly was announced to the world on the 22nd of February, 1997. Amazing. Imagine cloning someone. 1997. China at that point. <laughs> they, were getting, they were getting better at the Olympics. Getting better, yeah. getting better, yeah. Not good at cloning that we know of, <clears throat> but good at sports. They could swim through spit well. I mean, famously, pu- they don't want to. They just want one. Your punchlines sit on my mind. Right. I, try I thought and, that was a good joke. I try and work them that out. That one went straight over you. Right, we're done. I try and work them out. Like for a long Chinese time. Trapezist. Distract right. me from the facts. Right, well, yeah, great. What did he say and what's the, how does it link? <laughs> Right, we're done, I think. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. What a fitting end. What a glorious end to this show. What have we learned? Well, Americans tried to weaponize the weather. Also, when they thought you were getting close to the moon, they gave you just enough fuel so you could never get back. And China are so good at the Olympics, they once won some medals, apparently. All hail China. Uh, Baffledpod.com if you want to get in touch and get some nice Christmas merch. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Mark. Have they got something on you? Is that why you keep saying hey or China? They don't, they've got something on Connor. 
he's been used as a tool here, propaganda, to bring these facts to us. Yeah, I told you it's like Beckham and Qatar. I don't know if that's libelous. We'll figure that out. See you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary. Not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.